Welcome to Textination. Joining us is Justin Humphreys, the Chief Operating Officer at Airstream. Thanks for joining us, Justin. Thanks for having me, Fred. Well, Airstream has a storied history. <laughs> and you're doing, sure some, does. You're, you're doing some great new things. For folks who might be curious, give us a, the, the quick background on the company. Yeah, well, you know, of, like most iconic American companies, it starts with a visionary founder. And we certainly had one by the name of Wally Byam. He was actually born on the 4th of July, so it's kind of ironic we've become such an iconic American company with that uh, tie to our American um, history. But uh, he had a love for great outdoors, born in 1896, before the RV industry was really created. But he grew up in Oregon. In fact, uh, spent a lot of time adventuring. In fact, worked on a sheep farm and would have to spend quite a bit of time in a covered wagon um, while he was out watching his uncle, his, uh, excuse me, his stepfather's sheep. Um, as he got older, he found a love for the sea and, um, in fact, became a crewman on a, on a sail fleet. And I believe he basically combined two loves of land and sea to really create an RV, which was you know, you can take that adventure wherever you want to go. You can take your home with you wherever you want to go. And uh, right before the war started, he actually uh, started toying with the idea, uh, wanted to get his wife out more. So he was creating these, I guess, prototypes is what you would call them nowadays, um, really to, to, to get his wife out there with him. And that quickly evolved until the point uh, he actually printed um, – kind of like a, a do-it-yourself kid on Popular Mechanics. And um, that grew from there as friends one-on-one. And next thing you know, Airstream was born. And officially, uh, the company was started in 1931. And then by 36, uh, he really stumbled upon this design of this aluminum, you know, riveted-looking travel trailer that's become so iconic and, and something that uh, we use we use today. He ended up being quite the visionary. He went on caravans all across the world in these airstreams, including a real famous one in the 50s, went, went from Cape Town to Cairo in Africa. I can't even imagine doing that today. But uh, National Geographic followed him, and it got a lot of press. And then I, I really feel like Airstream kind of became that symbol for adventure in the U.S. As, as Americans love to RV and travel this great country of ours. And um, company was founded actually in Southern California in 1952. He built a second plant here in Ohio. Uh, where I'm located now. Um, in the 70s, the California plant went away and everything uh, is centralized here in Ohio. So the manufacturing, corporate headquarters, we're all based right here in Ohio. There seems to be, from what I understand, a, a surge or a resurgence in popularity in RVs overall, the whole category. Give us what your thoughts are about the, the reasons behind that. What's going on? You know, I think um, certainly the millennials have taught us anything is it's about experiences and wanting to get out and create those experiences. And it's kind of tough to do that at home. And I believe RVs are just ripe for that. You know, you can see our national parks, our state parks, which are really hidden gems across this country. And, um, and then you can do it on your own. You can do it with a group of people. Um, we were kind of the little home movement before little homes became popular. In fact, you can take our little homes anywhere. Uh, so it has been very popular, and I believe that not only that freedom and the ability to have these experiences is important, 
Um, but reconnecting with people is really critical. But demographics also drive it. You know, the boomers are getting in that retirement age where they've got some disposable income and kind of hit the road. And then um, we're actually seeing Gen Xers uh, jumping into that earlier. You know, they they might be empty nesters, not quite uh, retired, but um, they're really taking advantage of that. And then the millennials are coming along, not quite to the Airstream level. We see a few of them, but um, they're a little bit earlier on in their family life, but but they are buying RVs, some maybe not as expensive as an Airstream. So um, so we're we're kind of having our cake and eat it too, where it's cross generational right now, and people really do love it. There's a move it's, it seems to creating more. Obviously, we've got the, some some great big Airstreams, but there there seems to be a move towards going smaller with with a lot of the models. And you're in fact bringing back a couple of uh, models that are, I guess, on the smaller side. Tell us about that. Yeah, we like to joke that small is the new big. You know, back in the 90s and 2000s, there were these McMansions popping up in all these neighborhoods, and, you know, they uh, um, they seem to be kind of getting out of favor as well. And it's the same in the RV space. It's, you know, I want to get out and use this. And the smaller, more nimble it is means there's more places that I can go to and actually more vehicles that I can tow with. So we have seen a shift there to the to the smaller uh, trailers. Now, we've had a uh, a model of single axle, small, iconic airstreams called Bambies since the early 60s, and it's a name that we have uh, rejuvenated this year, along with another name called Caravel, which was also a single axle line of trailers, something smaller and lighter. And what it does is it um, it introduces the product to people who might not have considered it because the larger trailers might require them to buy a new tow vehicle in addition to the trailer. So your investments double, but uh, these trailers are small enough to be towed by the many crossovers and SUVs that we're building in America today, really one of the fastest segments of the auto industry. And um, they're able to experience Airstream. And then they get what we call two foot-itis is they really enjoy the lifestyle, but they want maybe two feet bigger and then two feet bigger. And then they eventually get to the larger, the larger models. So, uh, so yeah, the the small has really taken off. In fact, we've not in, in addition to the Bambi and the Caraval lines that we've relaunched. Uh, we also launched a couple years ago a model called a Base Camp, which is really a kind of a rugged um, style trailer that you can take off the grid. And um, and then there was another uh, uh, trailer we recently launched called Nest, which is a more it's actually not aluminum, which was a little different for us, but the molded fiberglass trailer, similar to like the hull of your boat, but very automotive, sleek lines going after that uh, segment of the market that really likes the automotive look and a little less of the iconic look. And it's doing doing very well, exposing the product to uh, to more people that would now consider it because it's small and easy to, to navigate. Now, are, are these smaller models uh, leading in, in, in sales for you and in, in, in volume numbers? Um, they're right there. You know, we, I would say when you add up all of those small trailers, yes, um, any one on its own is not the number one selling model. But when you combine lengths from about 16 to 22 feet, I would say that that's our largest category right now. Uh, we still sell quite a few in what we call like that mid um, size range, which is really from like 23 to 27 feet. That's probably our second largest group. And then trailers uh, bigger than that, they're still, you know, very meaningful volumes for us, but uh, but they're, um, they come in third, I would say. Now, we like to talk uh, technology, uh, obviously. 
tell us what the, what the, some of the demands are you're seeing from the, the, these younger buyers that, that are out there, and the boomers too, I suppose, that are used to having all this tech at home. What, what does that mean for you? You know, it, absolutely, we feel the effects of that. And because these are little homes, they expect these little homes to act like their home um, that they live in. The, the power solutions are quite a bit different, so it, it takes uh, more of an automotive type of connected solution. But um, what we find is the customers really want to be connected. So having um, access to Wi-Fi or a cell phone connection is critical. So recently we launched an aftermarket kit called uh, it's called Connected, and you can. Uh, we we've actually worked with AT&T to offer the service. You can go month to month or a year at a time, and um, it, it really helps you get connected. And potentially, uh, if you have an iPad, it, you can watch some entertainment, you know, through Netflix and all of these other uh, ways to to view content online. Um, so that's been that's been a big. Uh, pleaser for our customer base who sometimes off the grid and these antennas can get uh, cellular connectivity a little better than sometimes a phone would. And then the other side of connected is really that smart home, and we call that Airstream Smart. And that is both a local and a remote control feature to the vehicle, which is then talking to a cloud. And But you can, you know, if, you're, if your Airstream is parked somewhere and, and you're getting off work, you can get on your app and you can turn on the air conditioning. Um, you can check your tank levels. You can actually do some remote features like turn on lights or put out awnings. Um, that is a much more detailed and more inclusive technology. But but I think our customers certainly expect that. The cars are connected. You know, you have so many devices at home that are connected. So we've we've put that smart technology in our most expensive travel trailer. And, you know, like anything, we hope that that water falls down to other models as the technology becomes a little more um, price uh, neutral. But uh, but it's been a big hit. What about the power solutions? Obviously, uh, solar has been a big thing for a while with, with, with quite a few RVers. But uh, the, the prices seem to be coming down uh, somewhat on, on panels. And I assume demand might be going up. It really is. You know, and solar is a great option. In fact, it's uh, it's optioned on our on our travel trailers quite a bit. It's standard in our motorized product. Um, the motorized have a benefit of power generators, but on our travel trailers, we, we don't. So solar is a really popular option. Lithium is now starting to enter the picture. Uh, we have not started providing it here from the factory, but there are some aftermarket lithium uh, options. We've been really keeping our eye on lithium and we've been testing it. It can be expensive and, um, you know, lithium isn't quite as available as your standard AGM batteries when you're on the road and you have a problem with the battery, like to have it replaced. So we're kind of measuring twice and cutting once before we, we go there, but, but we certainly see it in the industry. It gives you a little more runtime and a little more power there as well. So I would say most of our customers are really optioning out solar if they if they have to have air conditioning, if they're going to really warm um, temperature places like the desert, um, they they will option a or at least bring along a generator that they might keep in the bed of a truck. Uh, some of these portable generators are helpful there, but solar's really helped. Uh, AGM batteries then helped, and now lithium. It, there's it's really interesting. There's there's a lot of options. And what we're talking about is the ability to store the 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 electricity from the solar panels, right? So that you have that 
rain or shine and at night, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. And that solar really takes advantage of those sunny days and, and the lithium for sure is really going to be the future of, uh, of the, of, of the battery for, at least for RVs. Um, you know, the technology for RVs is, is somewhat behind what we find in cars. So we're a little delayed typically in the technology, but we are starting to see it and uh, very excited about uh, what it will be able to provide our customers. On the motorized side, uh, Tell us about some of the newer technology, and I guess some of it might be uh, tied in with Mercedes, the technology that's designed to, to keep people safe on the road that, that we're seeing in more car, more and more cars, too. Yeah, you know, Mercedes has been a great partner of ours. In fact, we build exclusively on their Sprinter product, and so we do rely a lot on them for automotive technology. Uh, we like, you know, if they don't know if the customer is going to be, you know, a delivery truck, a plumber's truck, or a high-end RV. So their list of options is pretty big, and we select them all. But here recently with our new generation Mercedes-Benz that they've recently launched, um, they've added power sliding doors, a lot more safety systems like collision avoidance, um, and then the tech in the dash is really advanced to more of the uh, the automotive solutions, which has been great because we've had to go outside with third-party providers for a lot of the infotainment systems. So it's nice to have the Mercedes technology in the vans. In terms of the uh, the RV upfit and what we do, you know, we really focus on the quality of the craftsmanship and um, level of detail that a Mercedes owner will come to uh, expect and it's it's been uh, really well received for example a lot of rvs have these graphic packages on the sides with tons of swirlies and airstream took a different approach and said we really want to make this look more like a car people like that understated luxury and it's been a really um, uh, popular design element from our customers and you know even down to the details of how many appliances that are exposed on the outside we really watch that because we don't want it to look too much like an rv so um so it's not only the technology from benz and some technology from us we we actually double the battery systems we have generators uh, we put solar standard we have multiplex systems on board which is really um which is really great but really the design element and the quality of the materials and craftsmanship is really important to us Terrific stuff. Now, I have to ask you, I mean, it's really unusual for a design like air, the, the original Airstream, the classic Airstream, to last and be popular and be in such demand after all of these years. What do you attribute that to? I mean, everything else gets redesigned. Obviously, you have new designs, too. Uh, but that's still the classic. And how, do, how can that be, people might wonder? You know, it's it's a great question. I can give you my theory on it, and I I do believe it has everything to do with how it, it ties uh, people's emotions to this just Americana um, uh, tie-in that our brand has. And you know, the the aluminum and the fact that it's reflecting the very surroundings you're in. So if you're in the mountain, the aluminum will reflect mountains. If you're by the sea, it'll be blue. It'll it'll reflect the sea. So I think it really. Uh, appeals to that buyer who appreciates that type of design and the longevity of it. And I also think that these iconic designs are in. If you look at some of the Camaros or Mustangs or um, Challengers, they're really trying to go back to that heritage design. 
Um, not the 911 Porsche is one that comes to mind. Is people just appreciate the uh, the commitment to that design and the and and what it does for the functionality. You know, in Airstream, there's really no better trailer to tow. And I've tro- I've towed a, a ton of different trailers, and uh, functionally and just performance-wise, um, the the trailer just performs marvelously. So that is something that's been inherent in that design that's tough to replicate in any other shape. So. The the combination of that Americana um, and the uh, the performance, I think, uh, really have kept it alive and well. And um, you know, the history is is just great, and it kind of goes to that Americana, that iconic um, um, part of the brand. But you know, it's part of NASA. It's been part of celebrities. It's it really represents uh, something to the customer versus a kind of your typical white box that, that looks like the rest. So we, we don't take that for granted and it's different for everybody, but, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, we enjoy it and it's great to be part of. I guess because of that, the, the resale value is a lot better than average, I would say, right? It, it is, you know, the industry as a whole, um, will, push a lot of inventory out to dealers and sometimes they can overbuild. Airstream will not overbuild. We only sell sold orders. So we really manage our volumes. So we're not discounting um, nearly as much. Uh, so that alone helps because it's a, it's a limited build type of product. And then the fact that they do last a long time, I have a 1975 and um, I recently sold a 1953 trailer that I had. They, because of that design and its longevity, um, it gets great resale value, and uh, especially when we control the volumes like that to boot, it's, uh, it definitely holds its value much better than, than others. Terrific, and if folks are interested in all of the uh, great new models and the, the, the older models that we've been talking about, uh, Airstream.com is the place to go. Justin Humphreys, thanks so much for taking the time with us. Thanks for having me. Now this. Innovation. Hi, I'm Fred Fishkin, and I've been covering consumer technology for a long time, and it takes a lot to impress me. That's why I'm excited to tell you about the latest way to enjoy cooking in the great outdoors for my friend Patrick Sherwin and his great team at Go Sun Stove. What if you could harness the sun to cook your meals anywhere you go, day or night? The Go Sun Fusion arrives this summer using the company's tried-and-true reflectors and a solar vacuum tube to get you cooking without the mess of charcoal, heavy propane tanks, or smoke. And with an optional solar panel and battery storage, and the ability to plug in at home or on the road, you really can use the GoSun Fusion to cook anytime and anywhere. Want to learn more? Head to GoSun.co and use the code TEXTANATION to save 10%. That's GoSun.co.